Behind every interesting person is a great story. This is Person of Interest with Natalie Jones. I'm going to do this more often. Yeah. I'm going to do this more often, especially when I have amazing guests like you, Freddie Mac. Hey! So, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Person of Interest with Natalie Jones. You know how much I love this, and I love bringing dope-ass people on here. Sorry I said the A word, Freddie. And to all of your friends and family who are listening, um, well, I love this podcast because I just find people that I find interesting, that I really like and want to learn more about. And then I invite them on, and I invited you on, Freddie, because I want to. I want to know more about you. I'm honored, and I want okay. everybody else to be on. I want everybody <laughs> else to know too. Yeah. So here's the deal. Freddie is, uh, he's a new part of the Q fam, guys. He's my new co-host, but he's not. I feel bad saying mine. He's our new co-host in the afternoon show. So it's not going to be the Freddie Mac and Nat show, and we are going live um, on tomorrow, Thursday. Um, uh, let's see, September 24th is the date of it. And I couldn't be, I could not be happier about it. Yeah, I'm super excited. This is, uh, just as a radio nerd, I guess I kind of, you know, self-classify or classify myself as, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Q102 is legendary, you know? So even when I saw the job posting, I was like, ah, there's no chance. No shot. so awesome. That's legendary. I am from here and I grew up in Cincinnati and I grew up like knowing Q102, but I did not have any idea that Q102 was seen in the radio world as a legendary thing when I got this job, like, mm-hmm. by luck. I knew that I was so lucky I would cry about it every day for a year. Yeah. But I didn't know, like, the the people like you think that it's, like, a legendary Q102. Nah, it's, it's an honor, man. So many great people, like radio DJs, have come through here yes. and gone on to other things. But... Uh, yeah, it's just the, the call letters, man. WKRQ, and then you got WKRP, the legendary yeah. TV show that everybody <laughs> knows. And it's so close to this. So yeah. the letters are so close. Um, but yeah, just kind of growing up and, and then learning about Q102 as I got more into radio years mm-hmm. ago now. Um, it's just like, wow, I, I, I can't believe to be up here. I, I, I cannot believe I got this job and just everything. It's just my mind is blown. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm just so grateful to have this opportunity to to be in the same room with you. You know yeah. what I mean? To be on this station and to have a, a, a good show that we're setting up for to go live. And um, just I'm just ready for a great time. This is so you know? amazing. Well, can you, as someone who is, doesn't know about this as much as you do, can you please tell me, like, some of the things you've heard and read and, and seen, you know? Do other people feel the same way that you do? Just because I... About Q102? Yes. Yeah. I believe so. I mean, yeah. all the, ra- the radio people I know, they're like, yo, great station. You, you're going to do great there. I can't wait for you to see you do great things there. And all the encouragement that I've gotten from yeah. you know people, radio people that I know around the country. Um, I know some radio people that used to be here. They <gasps> used to do a morning show like this is like 20 years ago. Oh. Um, and I, I met them, you know, like seven, eight years ago. But uh, they used to be on this station. So when I saw the job opening, I immediately thought of them. Yeah. And like the, you know, so I was like, oh, th- there's no way I'm good enough to be on the station they were on. Oh my God. You know stop. what I mean? I just, you're, you, all those mm-hmm. doubts kind of hit your, hit your mind and your, in your brain. And, but, um, I mean, obviously I'm here now. So, yeah. you know, long story short, I, I did it. It's so <laughs> Mama cool. Mama made it. <laughs> well, that's so cool. That's a whole new, fresh perspective for me. It makes me love and appreciate it more. You know, it's, it's hard to stay in that eternal, gratitude every day like the depths of it every day so thank you for refreshing my brain it's definitely hard to do and i i I try to take life 
think that way all the time, mm-hmm. but you have your moments. That yeah. is completely normal. And I know you and I, you and I talked a lot off the air about just um, hitting those creative lulls mm-hmm. where it's like you just don't feel motivated, you feel sad or depressed or whatever you know kind of emotions that you're feeling that may be negative. Um, I just try not to, I have those too, but I just try not to stay there. Yeah. And I've stayed there way longer than I've wanted to or liked to at times, mm-hmm. but I really try to pull myself out of there and just kind of live life uh, glass half full. Yeah, same. And, um, you know, it, I just try to, you know, spread that message, I guess. Which is know, so wonderful. Help I, other people do that. I would say in all the time I have done some research on you and that lives very true. You're very truth proof to the pudding on that is that you really mm-hmm. do everything you've been said everything i've heard and read and seen you really do live the glass half full i try Which i try cool, and man. it's much better than i just feel like it's much better than living life the other way around mm-hmm. you know where you're just like oh this again i gotta go there i gotta do this and this is what life is throwing me you know and and, and don't get me wrong i'm not naive like oh yeah everything's all rainbow and butterflies mm-hmm. like i said i have all the regular normal people emotions too but I think when you start, when it all starts upstairs in your brain. So when mm-hmm. in your mind and you tell yourself, I can do this or there are better times to come. You may not believe it all at one time either. Yeah. But eventually you have to, it starts in your mind. It's just, it, it, it so all starts true. upstairs. So once you start changing your mind to think positively, mm-hmm. uh, I think the rest of your body will follow. Oh, so true. Because, well, I mean, it is science that your brain waves do reflect or your body reflects the way that you're thinking and that yeah. like there is like an intris- an intrinsic combination there a con connection there is what i'm saying for so. sure oh it's cool we're gonna get along so i mean we already do get along i keep saying we're yeah. going to but like i cannot wait to start the show definitely and i feel like we we jive very well and mm-hmm. we have we have a lot of personality similar uh personality traits mm-hmm. and we've learned this because we've taken personality tests y'all oh my god like we know what's up i know were you not like a little scared to get your results a little bit or just like the, those tests like you never know you're trying to go with your gut feeling and like mm-hmm. you think oh i'm taking way too long and i got to the end and I'm like, oh, the results are going to be like kind of skewed because I took way too long. I overthought these questions. It's not going to really. Tr- but yeah. we got to the end. And we got the results. And it was just like, yep, that's Whoa, me. Yeah, yep, that's completely. me. And both of our personalities are, are very similar. Yeah. You know, but, you know, besides that, I think we'll both bounce off each other. And then when we start having those emotions or like a rough day or, mm-hmm. you know, I think we can both pick each other up. Um, and, and, you know, give the other the energy that we both need. Yes, you know I mean? totally. I hope you like to exercise as much as I do. Burn the buns. <laughs> I'll get you going uh, in the studio. <laughs> working on it. No, I, and, I, you know, when you get tired, it's just like, oh, all right, you got like right? shake it off. Yeah. You know, I definitely, I dance around. Yeah. Like, you'll, you'll see. You'll oh, see. Nice. I dance around. <laughs> I must say today, I've seen him. You danced yesterday and you sang today. So I'm just getting more and more comfortable. In the two days that we've been in the studio together. Oh, that's Nipsey. Kay's dog is in here with us in the studio. Yes. All right. So tell me where you're from. So where are you from? I'm originally born and raised from uh, in Maryland, Mm -hmm. PG County, Prince George's County. So a few landmarks for where my parents live now still. Uh, Six Flags America, the uh, Washington football team, their stadium. I'm in that area. My parents now are in that area there. Okay. Um, I'm not and... sure. My um, did I tell you this? I lived in Annapolis when I was a little kid. 
You did, yeah, for yeah, a little bit. Just you like talk- in the D.C. area. So yeah. is where you're from near there? It is. Uh, maybe 45 minutes south-ish. Oh, cool. I was um, just there for Labor Day. It's so beautiful. Oh, that Annapolis pocket is- of America is so gorgeous. Yeah, we used to go to the mall up there. That's like They have a nice Westfield, West something, Westfield uh-huh. Mall. They have a nice mall in Annapolis, and I was pretty much... Most of the extent I, I was there, like, was just to go to the mall. Oh, gotcha. but, but it's a really nice area just overall. The housing yeah. market and, like, you know, there's plenty to do and see in Annapolis. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just... the Navy base. Like, you know, there's there's yeah. a million different things to do there. It's right on the biggest estuary in America, by the way. Fun fact. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. So then you moved away from there. Graduating from high school, I went away to college, Mm -hmm. and I went four hours away to a little town in uh, southwest Virginia called Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah. And I went to Liberty University, and I know they've been on (laughs) like, normally I wouldn't tell anybody that, but. I mm-hmm. like you, Natalie. So I'm telling okay. you. No, so it, it's they've been in the news uh, a lot recently for like a lot of negative mm-hmm. political things, but then also Jerry Jr. has been. It's this is public knowledge now. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had a great college experience there, and that's where I got my start in radio. Was like college radio. Awesome. But um, but yeah, moving away from home, like it'll do something, as you know, like mm-hmm. it'll do something to you. It grows you up in a lot of different ways, and. Yeah. You know, I, I just enjoyed my college experience, made, you know, lifelong friends and et cetera, et cetera. Oh, but cool. yeah, life, uh, Lynchburg, Virginia, I went to Liberty University and, um, and yeah, did college radio. Yes. But then when he was doing college radio, you started interning at a radio station and then you worked there until you came here. Right. Right. So 2012 is the uh, I did five years. So I did my, my super senior year. Gotcha. And um, but 2012, uh, two years before I graduated, I went to uh, got an internship at K92. So that's WXLK is a call letters. And that's a, a heritage. What I came to learn was a heritage station in that area. Mm-hmm. Been around since 1980 something. And, um, yeah, I got an internship there. And the internship for me told me, like, oh, yeah, this is definitely what you want to do. I knew I wanted to do radio in my mind, Mm -hmm. but, like, my heart was, like, still to follow. I love doing college radio and everything. It was great. It was fun. It's creative. You get to do all these different things. Um, But when I got the internship, being in the professional setting and seeing how the professionals do it, Mm -hmm. uh, it was like, yeah, I'm doing this. This is, I love this. Okay, well, I was just going to ask you, what is it about radio? So what did you love about the professional setting that made you feel called? Going into college, I really wanted to be uh, be on TV. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be on ESPN. I wanted to be the next Stuart Scott, right? Like just you know doing the highlights on Mm -hmm. Sports Center at night and everything. By the way, you guys, he's got the perfect face for television. (laughs) It's true. Like you just have. I feel like one of the most perfect faces I've ever seen. It's just I appreciate it. You're always (laughs) smiling and you make these like gestures, and I'm like, I mean, it just looks perfect. It's funny because I would get in trouble like as a kid for like my facial expressions. Like you know, my my dad calls my nonverbal. Behavior, you know, rolling your eyes and you know, side eyeing, and totally see that too. Yeah, so I used to do it as a kid, but now, oh, like as now an adult, it's your thing. you can kind of get away with it yeah. for the most part. No, so getting, I wanted to be on ESPN, like I wanted to do TV, but mm-hmm. you know, I had a couple friends that were upperclassmen, and they were telling me some of the projects that they had and stuff for <laughs> for school, and I was just kind of like. Uh, I don't, you know, that's too newsy. Like, it's too structured. It's, there's not yeah. a whole lot of room to, like, just kind of do what you want to do, mm-hmm. at least my thought of TV at the time. And so I somehow fell into radio. I volunteered at the, so my very first semester as a freshman, 
I found out you could volunteer and get involved at the radio station on, on campus. Cool. So I signed up. I did some paperwork. Come to find out you have to do this volunteer, like a certain number of hours every semester. Yeah. But not as a freshman. You don't have to do it. Yeah. So long story short, I didn't do all the paperwork, and I got an F on my transcript. <gasps> Under like college radio, blah blah blah, because I didn't do. You struck me as somebody who would never get an F, and you got an F in radio. I was not a great student, but this was just what? something. This was something I wasn't paying attention. I didn't fill out the right paperwork. I just showed up yes. and put my name on this list, thinking like, "Oh, I'm gonna be involved in the radio station," but I didn't do this other paperwork that would help me get this volunteer hours we have to do. It's a whole long thing. Oh, I but get you. That's like my that mom sounds like was the story like, of my life. Yeah, yeah my mom was like, "You got an F." <laughs> What is this F for? And I'm like, Ma, if you look over, it doesn't say credits. It doesn't say, like, just, re- it's not a real F, you yes. know? Yeah. So, anyway, I realized getting involved with the radio station that you can, you can, um, you can be so, so much more creative yeah. with the projects that you're working on and things mm-hmm. you can talk about. And, you know, it's not like, Freddie Mac reporting live from the scene of an accident. As you can see, the car on the left, like, hit the car (laughs) on the right. And, like, you know, I just felt like at least the projects my friends were doing that were upperclassmen, it seemed so straightforward and too structured. I'm a little kind of a think-out-the-box type of person. Mm -hmm. And radio allowed me to do that. So, you know, doing that in college radio already, getting the internship and seeing how the quote-unquote professionals are doing it. They're being creative and wild and crazy and goofy and having a good time. I was like, yeah, like I can, I, I can do, do that. that. That's yeah. for me, you know. I was always the kid talking in class. Like I was always um, getting in trouble for like that kind of stuff. So my mom, my parents really knew, like, okay, you're gonna be a talker, like when you, yeah. when you grow up. So they just kind of allowed me to do things, take part in things that allowed me to maximize those talents, I guess. What was your? Sorry, we got Nipsey causing a ruckus underneath our feet here. What was your nickname when you were growing up? My nickname, my family nickname is Freddie. Okay. Like everybody's called me Freddie, uh, you know, and I guess at school it was Frederick, and you know, especially when I was when I was in trouble with my dad, it was Frederick, you yeah. know. Uh, but everybody's always called me Freddie. Okay. And then um, my friends in college started calling me Freddie DJ Freddie Mac. I would like DJ at these house parties and uh-huh. stuff like that. I would just bring my laptop and plug it up yeah. and unplug whoever's house it was. That, yeah. that <laughs> unplug their iPod Nano. Remember yes. those? I would unplug their iPod and um, I would just start playing. You know, I downloaded some free DJ software at the time and I started playing and, and DJing at these parties. And it was like DJ Freddie Mac. And I was just kind of stuck. So I just kind of kept that. Plus, like my granddad kind of goes by Mac. Mm. His name is James, but he goes by Mac. Everybody's always called him Mac. He cool. had a he had a landscaping business. Everybody called him Mac. And so I was just kind of like, OK, granddad, you know, who's yeah. still with us, by the way. It's not like he's gone or anything. Oh, cool. he's, he's great. But. Uh, yeah, so I just kind of, I kind of kept it. I just, it just flowed. Freddie Mac, DJ Freddie Mac. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. And so you graduated college 2012, and no, now... 2014. I still had 20... a couple more years. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I interned in 2012, and then graduated college finally in 2014. Okay, I took me a long time to graduate. Oh, I took me seven years. Yeah, man. And everybody's journey is different. Can I tell you my um? My radio show name in the little community where I started my radio career. Okay, you on. tell me yours and I'll tell you mine. Okay. <laughs> the soothing tones of Natalie Jones. <laughs> and I was got Was this like late at night? No. No. This... No, it was on for I was on from six to nine AM. Whoa. Yes. 
and because it's just something you would think you would hear late at night. I you know. know, soothing like as you go to sleep. Well, here who the, you want to tuck in tonight? Call me and tell me your romantic interest. I started. I thought of this because it was my best friend's mom gave me this nickname when we were kids because in the back of her car we would sing um sing all the songs on the radio on Q102. Okay. And when Killing Me Softly came out, that was Fuji's was my jam yes. for years, right? Mm-hmm. So me and my best friend would sing Lauren Hill and every time I'd sing I have the worst voice ever. My voice has always sounded like this. It's just I've been the same. And she would call it the soothing tones of Natalie Jones as a joke, as a funny parent. She'd be like, ah, okay. Yes, kind of like making fun of me when I was yeah. like five or six years old, or a little. That's uh, like, kind of a seeing. She meant it in thing ju- to do to a kid. No, you know? she meant it. I didn't think it was. I thought it was awesome when I was a kid. Oh, okay, okay. I thought she was. Much. You use it to your advantage. Yes, and then so when I got a radio show, I used that. The soothing, soothing tones, tones of, of Natalie, Natalie Jones. Jones. Then we got to do. We got to have that on the show for some reason. <laughs> we got to do something with that now. Bring it back. Yes. You know. Well, then what was yours? Mine was. Well, I had a few different ones. I did like middays in college uh-huh. on like Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yes. It was the midday mojo. <gasps> I love it. We used to have a radio station here called Mojo in Cincinnati. Oh, really? Yeah, uh-huh. the midday mojo, and it really was just it was just music. Nice. And yeah. Liberty, if you know anything about it, it's a Christian university. It's mm-hmm. technically private, a private school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was all like. Christian Christian music, like contemporary yeah. Christian music. Awesome. So it was nothing like edgy about it. It yeah. was just, you know, hey, that was Chris Tomlin with, uh, you know, I am a friend of God or whatever the song was. Yeah. Um, and then my morning show was the Get Up and Go Show. <gasps> nice. The Get Up and Go Show. It was like that was like the morning show name for years, way before I got there. So everybody that did a morning show mm-hmm. on on ninety point nine, the light. Gotcha. Um, the morning show was just named the Get Up and Go show, so I just kind of, you know, fell into that too, I like the morning show. Freddie Mac. So, in the, in the, just in case we haven't told you guys yet, our show is going to be called the Freddie Mac and Nat Show. Yeah, which I, I love, love it. it. it, it that, that just flows. It rhymes. It's it just, does. And you know, this is the first time in it. my life that I've preferred to be called Nat. Because you don't like that. No, I don't. You, you didn't like that. Before. I like it as a pet name when people are like, they get to know me. You know, they're like in my life, and they just like in passing are like, "Hey, Nat, pass me that salt shaker or right. something." You know. But don't call me Nat and just try to shorten my name, and yeah. I don't even know you like that. I don't. I don't. What, what's your, I don't even know your name. Don't call me Nat. Yeah, it's Natalie to you. Yes, for some reason I just didn't, I just don't like it. Yeah, yeah. So so this is cool. I'm very very excited about it. And so can you tell us about um, your personal life a little bit? So uh, sure. You moved here. What you are recently married? I am. Yeah. Well, two a little over two years now. Okay. We've been married see. June 2018. Okay. And uh, yeah, my wife Katie, and uh-huh. we're expecting a baby boy. <gasps> You guys pregnant uh, with your first boy. It's crazy, man. I just, I can't believe I'm going to be a dad. I can't. You know? Yes. It's just, it just doesn't, and I guess everybody says that you're never ready and you all that kind of stuff, but like, it's so surreal, you yeah, know? Yeah. At the, at the, she's six months pregnant and we got a baby boy coming December 28th. Oh my God. Um, is his due date, but we're super excited getting the nursery together. My mom's mm-hmm. like texting me pictures of baby yes. clothes that she's buying. And it's it's just awesome. My parents' first grandchild. And it's just an exciting time, man. This it's is just, huge. We're super There's so pumped. many amazing things. I'm like so, I feel very blessed and very fortunate to be a part of your story of this amazing time in yeah. your life. I'm not taking this lightly. This is super, super cool. Like your first one in your family to have. 
uh, the first grandchild and all this stuff. Yeah. You guys are married and the, uh, just getting married and you just moved here and uh, all these great things are happening. And just so you know, I said this to you earlier, I love giving gifts. It is okay. my favorite thing to do is to yeah. have the mental space to really think on it and give someone a crazy thoughtful gift. Yeah. And same with our boss, Patty. So... Mm-hmm. You are probably going to be spoiled to a amount that'll make you feel uncomfortable and just get used to it. Just soak it up. Yes. Just let it. Let I'm, it I'm Aunt Nat to everyone yeah. so far. So uh, I'm used to it. And I cannot wait. You have to meet all my nieces. I hope they can. Your um, son. A little, I got a little fan base, right? Yes. Oh, like with my son, like. Well, my grows ne- up and dates one of your nieces or, or something. Or they can be friends growing up. I don't know. I <laughs> be friends. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like all little kids. They're gonna like- get married. <laughs> We're putting it in stone today. You're gonna marry the youngest niece of Natalie, Aunt Nat's niece. Yeah. Oh my God. Would you know what? Before 2020, uh, my sister-in-law, who has the five kids, we were like, you know what? 2020, Nat, this is your year. Like we're going into it. We were like together, like this is the year you're gonna settle down, and right. we're gonna make it the year of Nat, and it's been the year of dear, oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. But a lot of amazing things have happened. Yeah, I mean, we're here now, you know. And again, that's like that positive mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many. There's like the negative stuff is just so easy to find when you open your eyes, just look around. Like yes. we're in a global pandemic right now. It's craziness, mm-hmm. um, but there are blessings and good things. You just sometimes had to look a little closer. And yes. like you know, really seek out the good stuff. Negative is easy to find, always. always. But like the good stuff is is there. Like we've all we've had a great year. So, you know, there there have been things great about this year. Very very true. And we will save that for another time because I want to know. Definitely. I mean, there's so, but also in general, are you a complainer? Am I a complainer? Would you know. categorize yourself? I mean, you're so positive. So I'm like, he's yeah. going to say no. Duh. I don't know if I would label myself as a complainer, but I do still have like mm-hmm. the normal people emotions. And sometimes I'll be like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And th- th- why didn't she tell us to do this then? And, you know, yeah. I have my moments. But overall, am I complaining? I don't think so. There's gotta uh, be, no, there's got to be no way. I thought you were going to be like, hard no, immediately. I've got to be real. Okay, so be let's... be real on the, on, the, on the POI podcast. So, like, Freddie and I have a lot in common, and I feel like I, I feel like I do, com- I guess I complain. I complain when other people, I am, a, I assimilate to people around me or to environments really well. Okay. Whether that's a good, I don't know if that's a good, that's a good thing or not. Yeah. I feel like I kind of do. Mm-hmm. You know, we should, you know, find a common ground. Yeah. But I don't like being around complainers. I can't stand it. Okay. And I think I get negative about complaining, you know? Yeah. Oh, you complain about complaining. Yes. I get it. And I mean, because who does? Like, that's just, mm-hmm. just doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Who wants to just hear about negativity all the time? Okay, so when you aren't working and radio stuff, because you do DJ on the side, you know, yeah. um, what do you and Katie do? What do you like to do? We love to go out to eat. Oh, you we are love... in the city for that. Yeah. Since he food, is. Food, food, Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't even really know, even know this as much as we've talked about how much Cincy is a consumption city. But we have, you're in the right place, so many excellent places to yeah. eat food here. See, I don't know if I'm even like classified as a foodie. Mm-hmm. I don't even really know what that means, if I'm being honest. But yeah. I, I mean, we do like to find like good uh, craft cocktails, and yeah. you know, I don't mind a craft beer from time to time. And mm-hmm. and as far as food, like I'm I'm kind of down to try like anything. I'm from Maryland, so I love seafood. Yeah, um, crab cakes. And we love like yeah, crab cakes is a one. And we love Mexican food, awesome. like you know, rice so and beans and tacos. Mexican, and, around yeah, there. and um, 
you know, I love mom and pop shops too. We love, mm-hmm. um, you know, the franchises and yeah. The, the, don't, I mean, I don't think there's much we don't eat. You know what I mean? Like it's different awesome. types of foods. Your parents so, did you right. I'm not allergic to anything. Thank the Good. Lord. Uh, so yeah, I just we just love to eat. <laughs> that sounds so like. <laughs> so do we? Yeah, but I mean, Me we too. just we love to go out, have a nice little date night, or go out to eat, have a couple of drinks, whatever. Uh, before she was pregnant, mm-hmm. and now she's just my DD, <laughs> JK. So, um, but yeah, we just like to uh, go out to eat and have a good time, go for drinks. Um, we go for a walk, you know, we like yeah. to exercise a little bit. You know, she's more so pulling me to exercise with her and like go for a walk, but um, but I love to just go for a walk and just talk and nice. relax, you know, a nice little three mile walk or something. Okay. Okay, and what do you say? This is totally off topic, but what did you study in school? I studied. Okay, this is like so typical. Like I studied communication. Me too. I studied like radio, bro. Okay. Okay. I don't yeah. feel so weird anymore. All right. Yeah, no. Because then people are like, of course you did. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I studied like radio <laughs> broadcasting. Like that was radio. That's right? awesome. You know what? I really wanted to be in the electronic media part of the University of Cincinnati, but I don't know if because I was also not a good student. I don't know if my GPA was good enough, but the application process was so long that I was immediately just like, I'm just going to do communications and join a sorority. It'll be fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so part similar. Of, I wanted to do the same thing. Part but. of the reason like, I even went to Liberty was because they called... Some, I, I don't even remember filling out any paperwork on... I don't know how they got my phone number. They called... And they, like, one evening, my mom wakes me up from my little nap. I'm a senior in high school, and I'm tired. Yeah. But uh, they're like, yeah, we would just want to apply over the phone and blah, 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 and it'll be free. And I was just like, yeah, sure. You know, what's your address? And we just got the application. And I was just like, I guess I just applied for another college. And at that time, I'd already applied for, like, six. So, like, the application fees were stacking up. My dad was like, all right, you know, calm down. You got to decide on one. And, um, yeah, we just kind of did our thing from there. But, um, yeah, I wasn't the greatest, greatest student either. That so. Okay, that I want to touch on that. I, nor was I, but that really surprises me about you. You think I'm, like, straight A's? I know you mentioned, like, you yeah. didn't think I would have an F, but yeah, that didn't really count. Yeah. But I didn't have, like, straight A's and B's or anything Okay, either. well, like, straight, I mean, like, straight up, since I've known you, I feel like, oh, my gosh, you're such a more pure. I said this to him earlier. I was like, I can guarantee I cuss way more than you do. <laughs> I feel like I'm more, I've, maybe I was raised with a little bit more grit than you. Or, as my brother says, you're uh, you're tough, that, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, so I just, I lump that into me um, assuming, as, as is, of course, assuming does no good for anybody, that you were just, like, a great student, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe I create this like persona that I'm just buttoned up, you know. But <laughs> yeah. no, I was a horrible student. I tell you, we were partying all the time. Yeah. I mean, on the weekends, you know, yeah. but I was staying up late watching shows, like not studying like I was supposed to, failing quizzes and tests left and right. Yeah. And it actually got to a point where my parents are like, look, okay, too yeah. many C's and D's on this transcript. Um, we need you to like write out why you deserve to go back to college next semester. <laughs> wow. Because I was on like some academic warning or something like yeah. that. Just my GPA was super low, like one point something. Yeah. And um, I was just having too much fun. If I'm yeah. being completely honest, looking yeah. back 10 plus years ago, I was having way too much fun. But no, I, my GPA never really got up to like well, 2.5. Well, what do you know? School got in the so, way of your social life, and now it seems like social life is your job. Yeah, talking, it, it all so. worked out. It all worked out. It Just yeah. get me to the radio station. That's all I wanted to do. Okay, so who do you, I love this question, who do you idolize? Idolize? Mm-hmm. 
Man, that is kind of a tough question. There's a lot of people that I look up to in radio. Mm-hmm. And again, like I'm sort of like kind of a radio nerd. There's people way nerdier than me. Yeah. But, you know, I look up to a lot of different I'm people. you radio nerds along the way. A yeah. lot of different people. Yeah. I, I look up to like a lot of radio people. Um, first, I guess I can kind of let you shout out a couple people that I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Myers. Okay. Um, he was at K92 there for when I, when I was interning in the, you know, he taught me a lot and I learned a lot from him. And uh, Roy Brown, he's at a radio station in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Shelton, he's back in Roanoke. Bob Patrick, back in Roanoke. Kevin Scott, my old program director there. Um, yeah, Monica Brooks, Monica Brooks, back in in Roanoke. A great female talent um, in radio. She's amazing. Super, super creative. Like she's a queen. And. Um, Man, like you try to name people, you're like, I'm gonna forget somebody. No, that's, that's awesome. for sure. Well, I um, said this because I read that you really idolized Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And Denzel Washington. And yeah. we've talked about how we both love Oprah. Yeah, like Oprah. And then, yeah, outside of radio, um, you know, and then there's like the big radio celebs, right? Charlamagne the God, Bobby Bones, mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, Big Boy out in LA, uh, Angie Martinez, people like that. But then, um, yeah, uh, Kobe Bryant just like really. What struck me as a kid looking up to Kobe Bryant, being a Laker fan and all that kind of stuff, um, was his work ethic. Yeah. And my dad and my granddad's work ethic. Like, it was just you never quit. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. I love that. Yeah. You do not. We don't give up in this household. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so it's like you earn everything you get. You go out here and you win. You don't win this time. You're going to win the next time because you're going to go back and you're going to practice and you're going to get better. Like, it was really just like you keep pushing forward no matter what. Yes. And I really feel like that's where, you know, if I were to idolize somebody, I would say the very top of the list is really my dad. If I'm being completely honest. My dad and my granddad. Like, that is where I get my work ethic. And then I saw that um, also embodied, like, by Kobe Bryant Mm -hmm. as a basketball player. And then after retiring, going on to win an Oscar and, like, doing all these great things. Oprah, kind of the same way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ryan Seacrest, another, like, radio TV person. But, like, that work ethic to do, like, a million different, excuse me, to do a million different, like, jobs or uh, be so successful. Like, you don't get that overnight, number one, and you don't get that. Um, by being a slacker, yeah, by I having know. like a terrible GPA like I had in college, but like <laughs> you know, I've learned from that. <laughs> uh, same, no, so, same. I always say, I always preach in the same regard to my brother. Um, like the mm-hmm. one regret I have is not getting, not utilizing the education that was presented to me my whole life. I was always a bad student in college. I finally got into it towards the end. I didn't graduate till I was twenty four. Mm-hmm. I paid for it all myself. So towards the end, I was like, "Grow up! Now. Yeah. What are you doing? It's time, right? Yes, <laughs> yeah. Just like you're wasting your own money now, girl. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And also, the more you learn, I was like, this stuff is cool. Like, I would have yeah. known more about it anyway. Right? You want to? You you like? Dang, it's too late to like. Yeah. Start over. I wish I could redo this again, this whole college experience, yeah. and l- actually learn. But I love that you said quitters. What is it? Quitters never win, and winners never quit. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And I, I don't even think like my dad even came up with that. For the longest time, I thought he did. Yeah. I was like, my dad, this is a cool quote. And then I think I saw it somewhere. But yeah, like that work ethic. Nobody mm-hmm. can really. You can't really even teach that. That hustle. That grind. That go getter mentality. Yeah. Which I feel like I have. Um, I think I got the. It's in my blood. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I I look up to, you know, people like Kobe Bryant, Denzel Washington, Oprah Winfrey, uh, and these people that, you know, look like me, Barack yeah. Obama, these people that look like me, uh, black people that are successful in America mm-hmm. um, or in the world, um, it's it's possible. 
You know That's what I'm awesome. saying? Yeah. It, maybe my journey isn't the exact same as them or it's not going to look just like theirs. I can't be them because they are them and I am me. But yeah. I can still work hard to get the things that I want, the dreams that I have in my life. The I love that I it. Have. You know, it's, it's a quote that I recently heard from Sia, who's also crazy, brilliant mind, working woman. And she said, and it's not just, it's not from her. This quote has also been around recently. Mm -hmm. um, she said, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. That's a great quote. Isn't it? And it I is. feel like you have a great support system with your family and with Katie. Now you're going to have a family. Yeah. And now I hope that we go far together, man. Definitely. I, I'd be nothing. I know you and I have talked a lot, again, off air about like yeah. our family, right? That's yeah. our complete number one. backbone. Like my yeah, wife, Katie, one. is a rock. I'm a lot to put up with. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and so, yeah, family is just my backbone and I love them and I appreciate them. And they, they keep me going in a sense. Yeah. You know? So I, I'm just so grateful for them. And um and and yeah, uh, I'm just I'm happy to I'm happy to be here with you. You cool, know what I mean? Babe. I would say let you know we have so much more to talk about, and this is the this is only Freddie's first time on the Person of Interest podcast. Yeah. We'll be live tomorrow. We're um in real time tomorrow afternoon, three p.m. September twenty fourth, twenty twenty is Freddie Nice's first show. Please, if you can, um, listen, share, just show Freddie all the love. He's an amazing man and professional, and we are so lucky to have him. Thank and you. I cannot wait for all of you guys to meet him because he's a light in your life. Like, you're just like, you're such a light. It's I appreciate it. It's so wonderful, and your energy is very contagious. And Thank you. I can't wait for us to, to share our show with Cincinnati. Definitely, so. definitely. Love on somebody. Yeah, go, man. go show some love. Smiling is contagious and, and all is. those things. I was say, tell somebody you love them and make yourself proud. For That's sure. Thing. Make yourself proud, babes. All right, thanks, buddy, and we will see you soon. I'm probably coming off there. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> See you soon, Cincinnati. <laughs> See you soon, babes. This has been Person of Interest with Natalie Jones.